0: Welcome back to Legacy Builders, everybody. Um, we've got some familiar faces on uh, today. We've got Jimmy and Tashara Pitts back with us. So um, you want to talk about their last episode and what we heard from them and introduce this episode?
1: Yeah, yeah we're just excited. You know, we're, we're launching um, in the middle of our relationship series that um, that we're launching. And we, Madison and I, were talking about, you know, who to have on to talk about marriages and you know Jimmy and Tashara always come to mind because they they have experience um, in in helping others with their relationships. And one of the things that you're going to learn from them, they're working on launching a, a, a marriage ministry called Build to Last, and um, really close to being able to uh, for everybody to hear this wisdom. So we're going to get a sneak peek into their their Build to Last uh, ministry. But they they've been helping helping couples for years. So and then um. This is a couple that that's open with. Uh, we all go through struggles in relationships, and they're they're not um, without struggle. They just overcome those struggles, and that's why we asked them to come today because they've overcome struggles and and made some changes personally and individually to make their relationship better, and uh, and, and are building it to last. And uh, so they, in in the process, they've just helped many, many people in their, in their struggles and in their relationships. And, um, so that's why we want to hear from their wisdom and their experience. So we thank you guys for coming on again to help, uh, help us with this podcast session.
2: Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. We love talking about marriages. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So so we could probably talk about marriages for, for, for days, um, just based on the experiences and trials Mm -hmm. and things that we've been through, we've observed and you know so uh, it's been it's our pleasure to uh, be on yeah. this podcast with you today to talk about relationships
1: well maybe maybe set the stage here for uh for the listeners you know become um, uh, somewhat of your story of, of some of you know of what what you're willing to share about the struggle so that people know that you guys aren't talking you' that you're talking like you guys had some you know, you guys went through something, right? And so, before we get into kind of some of those fundamentals, so maybe share a little bit of your, you know, getting started, some of the struggles. Um, so there, uh, you build that
2: relatability. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, prior pr- prior to 1995 is which uh, when Tishar and I got married. You know, we dated for a couple of years, and and then we decided to to get married. And there were some circumstances that uh, we'll talk about, uh, later on that, that, that lead up to how we got married, but, um, pretty much we got married in February of 1995. And then probably by, um, June of 1995, we were ready to, uh, I was ready to call it quits. <laughs> yeah, I was ready to call it quits. I think she was probably ready to call it quits too. Um, And so, uh, there were, there were, there were some things, you know, when we talk about relationships, man, there's, there's, when you're, when you're dating someone or you're courting someone, you really don't get to know that person until you actually move in with that person. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and so, you know, when you move in with that person, that's when you really begin to, you know, start. The, the, the onion, the layers of onion, it starts to unpeel and you start to see some things uh, that maybe you didn't recognize or you were blind to while y'all were uh, courting one another. And I'm certain that, you know, I saw things in Tashar and Tashar saw things in me. And then, you know, three months later, after after the emotions of being uh, high and in love and, and ooey-gooey, you know, three months later, we were like... Uh, what are we doing?
3: I think it was actually longer than that, because when we got married, we were, we lived in Fort Walton Beach for, for a while, um, and it's, I, I think our struggles, it was, it was good in the beginning, but like you said, you know, as time progressed on, I had communication issues, so my, my background is um, just I didn't know how to share my emotions. I didn't know how to share what was going on with me. So if he said something, um, it would kind of rub me the wrong way. And I, but I wouldn't say anything to him. And a lot of times he didn't know what was going on with me. He didn't know what was wrong. And he would ask, and of course I would say, I'm fine. Or I would kind of cut it off short. Um, So I had to learn how to, how to communicate. Because this was something new for me. You know, I was, a brand new you know i want to say i I mean i was did not finish college i had you know gotten maybe two years into college and i I met um i met him and you know you're you're still young there's still so much to to a relation to a relationship um, that you just don't you don't know and so we were walking this out you know with friction. And I think a lot of marriages have that and they may not understand you're bringing two backgrounds together. You're bringing two, two people together, cultures, traditions, you know, thinkings, the way you grew up, the way this person grew up and you're meshing all of that together, how they raised a family, every all of this is coming together. Mm -hmm. And so you're trying to now live your life together. And it's, it's not like what you see, you know, on television, ha- on, television, on the, the Hallmark Channel, I guess I should say. Right. It's, it's nothing like that. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, most definitely. You know, Tashara, the first couple of months, years of our marriage, you know, she was so focused on trying to change me Um because she felt like I should be doing this and Mm -hmm. I should be doing that and you're not doing this and you're not doing that and so it was almost like an accusatory um uh uh emotion uh, between us because she's like well James you're not doing this and James you're not doing that and then I would tell her you're not my mom I left my mom Mm -hmm. at 1210th Street Shalimar you know you stop trying you know stop trying to act like my mother and so you know, is that, is that bantering going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, you know, from a man's perspective, you know, the last thing that a man wants to come home to or be with is somebody who nags all the time. And, and so you get that nagging on a consistent and a regular basis. And it's almost like, you know, how much of this can I, can can I continue to, to, to deal with, you know, day in and day out, you know, I'm living with this woman who I said I love, you know, I don't know if I, you know, in the beginning, I felt it, you know, I felt like I love her, but I don't know if I love her anymore, because, you know, from an emotional perspective, you know, there's, there's no support there. It's it's almost like, you're not doing this, and you're not doing this, or why aren't you doing this, and why aren't you doing that? It, It felt like I had moved in, you know, I took, I exchanged one mother for another, and that's what it felt like, um and then i'll let you continue continue on because something happened within within you mm-hmm. that kind of that kind of shifted the direction of our marriage
3: yeah it when you're in marriage you're going to say things that that hurt the other individual you're going to do things that actually hurt the other individual and you know love is not anything that is an emotion when you're in marriage you have to it's something i think you mentioned this before you have to grow in love. And growing in love is that test when everything is not working out right. It doesn't feel right. The tone that you're, that, that you're hearing that's coming back at you, it's like, and it was vice versa, you know? So it, it's something that it's, it's not easy um, and it, it takes a lot of work. What made the change within myself because I was constantly on him about, things that he wasn't doing right, I I just remember being in in church one Sunday, and I think the the pastor was talking something about change, I don't, I don't even remember the entire sermon, but I just, I know it was something remaining, um, along the lines of of change, and, you know, um, changing yourself, but I remember coming home that Sunday, and I just, I just, I just went before God. I got on my knees. I just remember praying out to him and I will never forget. That was, that was a transition at that moment in my life, that moment right there was a transition that changed the trajectory of my life from that point moving forward. And it wasn't just in our marriage, but the wisdom that God gave me at that moment, it helped me not only in my marriage, but also when I'm dealing with people, whether on my job whether in ministry, I use that exact same wisdom. What he told me when I came before him in prayer, um, he said that he wanted to work on me. And he did not want me to bring, he said, I don't want you to bring your husband before me. I want you to come before me. Let me, let me, let me work with you. Let me, let me, work, let me work on you. Let, let's, let's talk. And that started my journey with, with, with change. He started, God started making a change on the inside of me that sometimes you don't know how a person can change, or you might think, well, I've done, I've done so many bad things, or I've done this, or I've done that. You don't know my history. You don't know my background. I can't change. This is the way I've always been, and you can't change me. But the only person that can change you, that can touch your heart, is God. And that's what he did with me. And the things that um, bothered me about my husband, they no longer bothered me anymore. And some of the things that, that were bothering me previously, it was almost like he started changing. He 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 wasn't doing those things anymore. But I didn't have to say anything. It was... It started with me. And I think with a lot of married couples, someone has to be the bigger person. It takes a lot of humility. It takes a lot of, okay, I can I, I can do this for the sake of the family. Because what what we realized, what we've realized over over the time, what, what people see now, this just didn't happen just overnight. It just didn't happen within a year, two years, three years. Where we are now, this is taking years into the making. We're not that old. Well, no, we're not that old. We're we're not that old. We're we're still in our our 40s. But what I'm saying is it didn't happen overnight. And sometimes when you see people, you think that their marriage is, is perfect, but they don't go through anything, you know, they've gone through some things that have brought them to a point to where things just don't bother them like they used to, you know, like they used to. So I don't know if you have anything else to say about that.
2: No, I mean, it's, it's, you know, she, she changed and when she changed it, it either changed her and how she saw the things mm-hmm. that I was doing, or I started making her change provoked me to start making some changes in my own personal life. You know, I think the important thing is, is that, that, that when Tashar pointed that out, you have to be willing to be the person to change, even if the person you're with is not making the changes that you would like to make and see, that's the whole thing is, is, you know, a lot of people, when they give, um, they give with the expectation of receiving something back, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, when we're in church all the time, you know, people say, that, you know, don't give if you're, you know, don't give your money. If you're expecting to receive something back from, from God, mm-hmm. that, that's giving selfishly. Well, the same thing with changing, changing, uh, you're not changing necessarily, to try to get the other person to change, you're changing to better your relationship, to to better your vertical relationship. So you're making Mm -hmm. the changes to better your vertical relationship. And then the benefit of making that change would be the horizontal relationships getting better. And so if you're changing vertically and you're making the changes to make you a better you, and you're doing it regardless of whether the people around you make changes, then that is the, that that's, 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 I mean, that's how you do it. You know, it's like Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego when, when the king was going to throw them into the fire, they said, we know who God is and we will serve God. And we know he's able to deliver us from the fire of furnace, but even if he doesn't deliver us, it doesn't change the fact that he's God. So you know, when we talk about change, you know, people have to realize and understand, I'm gonna make the necessary change, I'm gonna make the necessary sacrifices to for me to be the best version of myself that I can be, regardless of what everybody else does around me.
3: Mm-hmm. I think that is that is is so true. When you start working on yourself, when you take the ownership of working on yourself first, and you're doing that in every single relationship that you're a part of because you're going to meet friction up against friction you're gonna there's gonna be personality um you know there's gonna be personality differences whether in your home whether at work whether in ministry whether out in the marketplace you know it could be friends you know you you're gonna you're gonna face something that 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 there's a um there's a, a little bit of a of a, a rub to rub, and it doesn't feel good but if you hold on to who you are and why you're doing what you're doing, it, it takes sacrifice because not a lot of people like to make sacrifice and they, a lot of, not a lot of people like to make, to be the one to make change first, because always will you change? I'm the one that's always changing. Why do I have to be the one to change? You know, you change or you do this. And I, I understand that within marriages, you know, there's so much going, going on, whether it's, you know, a, adultery or, or whatever the hardship is, or there may be some type of spousal abuse. There's a lot of, a lot of, of pieces that go into marriage and it, 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 takes a lot of work. Can, can, you know, it takes communication between two people. Can we do this? You know, can we make it work? And, you know, you, you have to be able to face reality and you you can't create a false picture of something that you you're hoping or thinking mm-hmm. that okay if i do this and this person will do this if i do this maybe this person will do this there's some things you can't do on yourself you you can't do by yourself it is it it is going to take god himself you have to have his help and you have to have a community of people that is that's Surrounding you, that's helping you and encouraging you and building you up. You have, if you don't have that, a lot of marriages they don't last. I mean, they 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 don't.
1: Why do you, Why do you think change is such a bad word in relationships? Because this, you your guys, you're not the only people that you know. Don't change me. Well, you need to change. Why Why is that such a bad word in relationships? Stubborn. Mm
3: selfishness um ego it's when 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 you don't want to change you're 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 looking at yourself it's like well i I, (laughs) i i i i you know you you don't want i don't know there's there's just i think it's just it's just being you're just being selfish people don't see it that way i didn't even see it that way but you know, one, one thing about it, when God, when he, when he came to me, he spoke that, spoke that to me, he did not speak that to me in a way of hatred because of the way that I, that I had been speaking to him or the way that I was treating him. He never, he didn't come to me in a, in a way of, of beating me over the head. Well, I'm going to get you because you did this and you're going to change. God is a God of love. He's a God of peace. He's a God of character. And the only thing he wants is for people to love the way he loves. And he came to me in that manner. And I've used that exact same thing. The way he ministers to me, the way he loves me, that in turn is the way that I started loving my husband. My tone started changing. The way I treated him started to change because he was making a change on the inside of me. And when you when you start making a change on the inside of yourself, when you know that you can't do it, and it's somebody else, there's there's a there's something else higher than you, and you're seeing benefits of yourself. It's all worth it. What we're doing is legacy. This this what we're building is generational. Because there are a lot of couples out there that feel like they can't make it, that either one or the other in the relationship can't change. They don't want to change. And like you said, that that word change, it is a big word. It is a huge word. And not a lot of people want to, they don't want to step over that line. They don't want to cross over that line. And they would rather just, no, I'll just stay the same. I'm not doing it. And so they remain the same. Their marriage remains the same. It doesn't get better.
1: So outside of this change word, what are, what are some other, now you guys have been helping people and helping couples and relationships. And um, what what are some of the other issues that you see that arise within marriages? Uh, <clears throat>
2: communication. Communication. I right. I think communication is communication's big. Um when you look at communication, gosh, we could spend days talking about communication and, mm-hmm. and, and the lack of it or how important it is. You know, I remember when Tashar and I, you know, w- when we would make these road trips <laughs> to um, to Alabama or Florida, you know, and we'd be on the interstate and Tashar would say, she say, James, are you hungry? And I'd say, no, I'm not hungry. <laughs> and I'm My mind is focused on getting to, uh, on getting to a destination. And so I'm passing exit upon exit. Upon exit. <laughs> the environment in the car changes. <laughs> okay. There's a silence. I can feel it in the car. And so I asked her and I said, are you okay? Is everything all right? Her response, I'm fine. And the way she responds, I know she's not fine. She's <laughs> talking to me. She's not saying nothing. And 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 so what what she she asked me a question. I gave her a response <laughs> to her question. But see, what I What I realized then that I know now is that when she says, James, aren't you getting hungry? She's telling me she's ready to eat. (laughs) That's what she's telling me. Now, now why she just can't come out and say, can we get something to eat? I'm hungry. I have no idea. But, but you, but in the, in relationship, we learn, I, I've, I've grown and I have, I've I've grown and we've both grown and we've been able to, to mature a little bit. And so, you know, and it's helped our communication, you know, in the, in the way, in the way we, we communicate with one another. And so, you know, it's, it's there, there will be times when I would say something and Tashar would just go dark on me. It's like nothing. And so I I approach her and I say, Hey, is, is everything okay? No, I'm fine. Are you sure? Yes, James. I'm fine. Everything is fine. And I'm like, internally, I'm saying, what in the world is going on with this woman? And now I'm trying in my head, I'm trying to say, okay, what did I do? What did I say? I'm just trying to think of you know what is it, what is it that I did, or what is it that I, that I said that rubbed her in the wrong way? And it would be maybe a day or or two days later she'd come to me and we we'd talk, and only to find out, learn it what 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 came out of my mouth was interpreted. <laughs> incorrectly it was not interpreted the way that I intended for her to receive it Mm -hmm. and so you know fast forward you know you know we're in this thing 27 years now you know the other day I said something and it rubbed her the wrong way and she got she didn't get silent on me but I could tell something was bothering her so then I asked her. I said, "Is everything okay?" And she opened up and told me how she felt. And then I explained to her that that was not my intention. I my my reason for my reason for saying what I said was not because of what you of what you did, or what you thought you did that you thought I didn't approve of. I because I never said I didn't approve of it, and and so. We were able, I mean, we were able to work that out, you know, but if you go back 10, 15 years from, mm-hmm. from yesterday,
3: yeah.
2: man, we might still be mad at one another, but it's just, it's just, you know, I got a prop here. Can I use a prop? Sure. Eric, you might be familiar with this. This is a bag of checks Mix. All right. So... What's in this bag is what we call content, right? Mm-hmm. There's content in this bag, and it's wrapped within context. So, how I deliver this checks mix to you is, 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 is the context in which I'm giving it to you, but there's content in this bag. This is a black trash bag, okay? If I take the Chex Mix and put it in this black trash bag, the content doesn't change. The content is the same. Taking it out of here and putting it in here doesn't change how this tastes, right? What changes is that if I take the Chex Mix out of here and put it in this black bag, and I give it to you, now the context, with it, the, context, the, the context in which I give it to you has changed, but the content is the same. So a message needs to be delivered, and the way that you present that message makes a huge difference in relationship and communication and how we communicate with one another.
1: That's really so, good.
2: When we're in relationships, and it's always, you know, if there's a disagreement, it's always, it's always an, acu- it comes from an ac- ac- accusatory or defensive manner mm-hmm. or act. And it's always when well, you did this and you did that, and you were supposed to do this and you were supposed to do that. Well, if you change it up and you say, you know what, Tashar, this is how I felt when this occurred. So now I'm delivering now, instead of, instead of point my finger saying you, 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 Mm I'm, I'm redirecting it back to me. And I'm saying, when we had this experience, this is how I felt versus because you didn't do this and you didn't do that and you, and you did this, you know, all, all that finger pointing and accusatory emotional behavior. All it does is create tension in the home,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and 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 you can't build anything when there's tension in the home. The way you build is you redirect things towards your yes. redirect things towards yourself, and it creates environment and space for that other person to receive what it is that you have to say, instead of that other person getting defensive and saying, "Well, no, you did. No, well, you told me. Well, no, and now and now all you got is the you 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 argument." And nothing, and nothing gets accomplished. You know, Tashar comes to me and she says, um, you know, we're watching, we're, we're watching, we're watching television and, 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 you know, this is, this is maybe five, six, seven years ago. It's been a while, we're watching television and there's somebody uh, on TV and, and there's this gorgeous lady on TV. And I said, wow, she's beautiful. And Tashar gets silent. I mean, just silent, and uh, you know, all I did, all I did was make a statement. I was like, "Man, she's beautiful," and I knew I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I I knew I made a mistake, but she, she and she comes to me, and she's and she's and she's like, "Well, you never tell me this, or you never tell me that, or you never," and I'm saying to myself oh my God, uh, you know, I, I've, 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 created this, I've created, because in my opinion, or from where I'm coming from, I tell her that she's beautiful all the time. I tell her that she's gorgeous all the time. No, I think I said, I think I said she's fine. I said, I said one, I said a word that I normally don't say. And when I said that word to Shar. Tashara got quiet on me and I knew that I, I knew that I made a, made a mistake. When Tashara comes to me and she says, you know, when you made that statement, this is how I felt. I felt like this. And I and, and, and so when she words it like that, mm-hmm. it opens up my heart to say, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't I, I did, I did not intend to make you feel like that. And me making that statement has no bearing on how I feel or how I see you at all. I mean, you're my wife. <laughs> you're my ride or die. You know, we, <laughs> we're we're going, you know, it's me and you going places, not the person on, you know, not the person on television. And I had, and I apologize to to let her and and, and let her know that that, hey, I, I didn't, I, I didn't mean to offend you. By making that, you know, by making that statement, but the way she approached it made a huge difference. In saying, when you did this, or when you, w- w- when this was said, Jimmy, mm-hmm. when we were watching television, and and those words came out of your mouth, this is how I felt.
3: I I want to add on to that because I I I knew that I knew that he loved me, and so that I don't think that wasn't the issue, but it was the statement that he made about the other lady on television that he saw because he was saying that about her but I had not heard that word about me so when a woman hears that it's like well well what's wrong with me and then it starts to go internal and if you don't deal with that quickly that thought will start to turn into a picture because the enemy starts to take that one thought Mm
0: -hmm.
3: and he will turn it into a picture and now you're meditating on this picture that now he's turning into this full movie that's being played out in your mind of things that probably he never even you know he was not even intending never even thought of but now he's putting all these these thinkings and these thoughts and once it gets here then it will slowly drift down into your heart if you're not careful and I've had that, I've had that happen. And I know that goes on, I'm pretty sure that goes on in, in other married couples um, as well. You know, just image. You know, one, you know, one spouse may say this about this person, but they don't say that about their own spouse. Or they may, or you may, you may, you may go out and you know, this one may comment on, you know, on someone else. And it's like, well. It will. You're constantly thinking. Well, what what's wrong with me? What's you know? Why don't I hear those things? What what's what's wrong with me? And it it goes back. Usually, it will it will tr- probably tr- trickle back to something that has happened previously or prior, or even going back to something that might have happened in your childhood that you might not have have gotten, and which we feel differently now. But I say all that to say, you have to communicate. You have to talk about these things when they happen. If it's a constant thing that's going on all the time, all the time, all the time, and then you get to a point, you know, you get to a point, it's like, well, I'll just go somewhere else. You know, you're you're leaving where you are going somewhere else is not going to solve the issue because you're leaving going somewhere else to someone else. You're bringing that exact same baggage that you're dealing with into that same relationship. You're, you're carrying what you've not come face to face with because you don't. You're not willing to face what's going on with you. And so sometimes when when things and, and another way to look at that is okay. Um, well, he said that. Why why am I feeling that way? I shouldn't feel like I shouldn't I shouldn't feel that way because. I know that he loves me. Okay, God, why why am I feeling like that? Is there something in me that might need, that you're trying to talk to me about that you, that you want to change in me?
0: Yeah, so that's so good. That's so good. I feel like, so one more quick question about communication, and then we'll move on to, to the next topic. But with communication, it sounds like not only like the tone matters, but like how quick you address it. Will you guys briefly touch on why it's so important to address it quickly rather than let it fester? Yeah. I mean,
2: if you, it's if, go ahead. I mean, if if you if you let something dwell within you, you know, we're all emotional people. Every every single one of us, of us we have emotions. Mm-hmm. And whatever goes on in your thought process, it impacts your emotions. You know, your emotions impact your decisions. Your decisions impact your actions. Mm-hmm. Your actions become your behaviors. So whatever goes on up here is important. And so if you don't address what's up here quickly, um, it, can, it can get you distraught emotionally, which will, which will then impact decisions and actions and behavior. Uh, that you make, and that's, you know, I mean, that's, that's why it's important that, you know, when there is something, uh, that happens, you, you, you go ahead and address it as quickly as you can.
3: Yeah, I, I agree. You never want, you never want anything to, to linger. If it starts to linger too long, it can go into anger. It can go into resentment. Um, I mean, it can go into a, a lot of, unhealthy places you know then you start to deal with unforgiveness um there's just a lot leaving those doors open when they need to be closed quickly and it's something that we have to learn along the way and we're still learning we're still walking this out even at 27 years you know this year you know we're coming up on you know it's going to be an even greater walk you know more more for us to you know to to embark upon we we don't have all the answers we just know where we are today God brought us to this point we we didn't get here alone we didn't get here by ourselves you you there's no way that you can have a successful marriage without God some people may say that that you can you can have all the money in the world you can have Everything that you know everything that looks like is, is it's good, but I can guarantee you there's something underneath that is not going right, and you you have to have God in order to make that work it, it's not gonna work without him. It's a false perception of what you you're trying to portray to people that oh this is real. What you see here. We, we've had our ups and downs. We have a lot of good days and bad days. We, we laugh, we joke. Um, someone made up, a, a, so he, he posted something on Facebook um, about a month or two ago. And someone had made a comment um, about us. Like it was like, okay, is this, are they really real? Is this, are they really like this? Yeah, we, we're like this behind closed doors, we're like this um, outside. Talk to our kids. They'll, they'll tell you. They'll,
1: they'll, they'll tell I'll, I'll you. vouch for it too. We, <laughs> we've been around you guys enough tonight. That's why we want you guys on, the, on our show to, to share these types of stories. So I got one more question before we kind of wrap it up. Um, so what, what would you say to, to young people who are, who are just getting into, you know, now we're talking to, you know, your daughters, to Madison's Days group, and, and specifically, J- Jimmy and Tishar, we've talked on previous times about help us, help dispel this, this concept of in love, what kind of help, you know, in addition to that, if there's anything else that you would help set young people up for going into a marriage or thinking about marriage, what, what, what would you tell them?
2: Well, I, well, one there, there's no there's no such thing as falling in love.
0: Hmm.
2: You know, if if you fall into something, you can fall out of it. Love is not an emotion. It's a love is a force. You know, you know, when when couples, if I go out on a job interview, and you know, I remember the first job that the first job I went to, it was at McDonald's, a uh, real job. I think I was 15 years old and I had on my jeans and had on a polo shirt and some tennis shoes. And my dad said, where are you going? I said, I'm going for my job interview. And he says, are you, are you going for the, are you going for the job that are are you, are you applying for the job that you want or are you applying for the job you're going to get? And I didn't understand that at first. And, And at that point he says, you, you always, when people's, first impression is sometimes the, the, the only impression you get to make. And so mm-hmm. I had to put on a shirt and tie and went to the McDonald's interview and so on and so forth. And I say, that have to say this is that when we're courting one another and we're dating one another, you always see our best. Always. You will always see our best. What you won't see is the experiences and the relationships and the history that that I have gone through up to this point. You won't see it. You, and in order for you to see it, you're gonna have to live with me for a while. Because it's, it's not until you get comfortable with one another that you begin to start letting your guard down and the real you starts to surface. And 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 so and so. You know, people say you know people. You know, they they meet people for the first time and they they they're really high emotionally on that person, but you truly won't know that person, and, and until you guys are actually living to until you guys are actually living together, because then you're going to see the 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 impact of the. Uh, experiences and how that individual is brought up and raised and so on and so forth and their thought patterns and what they think and what they believe you all of that's going to come to the surface and then it's going to be like reality kicks in mm-hmm. and the thing is 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 what do i do and, and so i think for young people who are considering getting into a relationship getting married um um one word that I really like to, 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 to use here is, is the word awareness. Um, you must be aware that you're not perfect and that you have issues. Mm-hmm. But you also must be aware that your spouse or your significant other also isn't perfect and also has issues. Um, and if you're aware that I'm not perfect and that I I, I also have issues, you can put your mind in a state to where I can make changes. I can put myself into an emotional state that, you know what, I'm getting ready to go into this relationship. Before I go into this relationship, I know and I understand that in order for this relationship to work it's gonna require me to make some changes, some personal changes. And that I can't force this person to to be or become who I want them to be and become. I got to make myself the best version of myself that I can. And in order to do that, it's going to require me to be aware of some some tendencies, some habits, some behaviors, some things that I say. and, and, And knowing that I am going to have to make some changes in my personal life in order for this to be a fruitful relationship. You know, a, I heard Pastor say one time that 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 he spends his time serving his wife, and his wife spends his, her time serving him, and they try to ser- they try to out serve one another. And when you try to out serve one another, it doesn't necessarily give you it doesn't give you the time to focus on what he or she is or is not doing because you're not worried about that. What you're worried about. Is how can I be a servant? How can I serve this person the best way that I can? Yeah. And the way you do that is being the best version of yourself that you can possibly be, without outlining the flaws that you see in your in, in, in the particular person that you're with. You, you just you just you just can't you just can't do that. Both people must understand that they're not perfect, and it's going to require both of them to make changes for the relationship to be fruitful
0: so i'm curious sorry real quick um i'm curious like are there any like tendencies you can look at any questions you can ask before that reality like check really sets in after the marriage like before you even get married are there like anybody that you can look at to kind of see what that person's true colors are i'm just curious about that i
3: I was gonna say you know a a good thing to do, I I feel like, is to get around other married couples, um, and just, if you're, if you're dating, you know, just get around other married couples, and just see how they react to one another, how they love one another, and just begin to ask questions, you know, set, set it out, do, do an experiment, you know, um, you know, do an interview with your mom and your dad, you know, do an interview with some other uh, other couples. You know, maybe in the church or in the marketplace, or maybe some of your friends that are that, that are married, and just begin to, to get their feedback. And I think that will kind of help. I, I I think surrounding yourself with a community of 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 people um, healthy healthy, you know, marriages will, will will help you because when you're going through something, especially a young couple. You can't just bail out quickly and say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I mean, you can, <laughs> I mean,
2: you, you can, you, you can, you, you can, you can bail out. I mean, but you, you, you're still going to come up.
3: You're still going to, you're, it's not, you're not, um, you're not going to get the result that you that you're, that you're, you're looking for. There has to be grace that you're giving each other. Mercy that you're giving each other. Love. That you're giving each other because you know that at some point he's going to say something that's going to rub me the wrong way or he might come home from work and he's had a long day a stressful day and you know me asking him how was his day and the tone may come out you know a little bit edgy and it's like okay you know he had a, a rough a rough day are you going to take that as oh, well, I don't have to take this. You know, I'm not dealing with this. Or, okay, I see that he's going through something. But you you will only get that through experience and talking to other other couples. The experience that they go through, like what you're doing with us. We're giving you some, some life um, experiences. We, we've had to give each other a lot of grace. Um, a lot of mercy. We love each other through our mistakes. We still have um, disagreements. We still have disagreements today. Um, it's all in how we we work through those things. It's 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 all in how you you're willing to to work through them. Because when you have friction with each other, that's your test. What am I going to do at this at this moment? And I think that's where communication. It has to be real and it has to be genuine. And you have to be able to be honest and open with one another. And I can tell you this too. Sometimes as young people, you might not know, you might think that you know everything about that person, but as you grow with them, there's gonna be some more things that's gonna pop up that you didn't know about that individual. Or something that they, maybe they didn't tell you before they got into the marriage. What are you going to do? How are you going to walk through it? It's, it's, it's gently walking together, hand in hand. And I, I truly believe that's what's got us to this point. It's nothing but God. He has been our source. He has been our foundation. When you don't know what to do, when you you're calling on maybe your mom and your dad, or you're calling on your pastor, or you're calling on someone else to get advice or to or for help. It's and you and you and you're not getting anybody. Fall back on God Himself. Allow Him to help walk you through what you need to do how you need to do it he's always going to give it to you in a way of grace in a way of love in a way of peace in a way of mercy it's it's everything that represents his character and that's what we're trying to build ourselves. because our girls you know we we don't want them in you know in a a marriage that's going to be chaotic or um or working out in a, in a, way that, you know, we didn't ex- expect, you know, we, 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 we're trying to live this out so that they will know what a help. you know, what a healthy marriage looks like.
2: But we, but in, in talking with them because they're older and they're approaching that point, mm-hmm. the advice that I give them is that you, you, you must, you must evaluate the relationship that that young man has with his mother. Yeah. That is huge. Evaluate the relationship that he has with his mother and also evaluate the relationship that he has with his father. Um, because that in itself is going to, it's not, it's not the one all be all. for her but, with her father. But it, it, plays an, it plays an important part in the mm-hmm. dynamic of, of your relationship with that person moving forward. Because how that person sees his mom and dad act and respond as they grow up, mm-hmm. he, he, he learns from them or she learns from them, and so, you know, when difficult times come, or they arise, or they, or they, or they surface, that person's going to learn how mom and dad handle those difficult times and situations, and so that when they get to the point where they're facing difficult times and situation, subconsciously, it's going to fall back and default to how mom and dad handle it, and so that might cause a conflict in y'all's relationship, but it's important that, that that you 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 know a father has three sons and he tells all three of his sons he says he says before you get married before you commit yourself evaluate the relationship that that son that 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 that, that woman has with her father Mm -hmm. one of the one of the sons listen two of the sons they end up marrying somebody who 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 actually the, the 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 their spouse hates their father or has no relationship with their father whatsoever. And now they're divorced. And so, you know, I have to say that in, in some way or some aspect, if you can, if you can evaluate and get an understanding of the dynamic of the family of the person that you're, that, that, that you're like emotionally committing yourself to, you know, it's going to help you and it's going to help yeah. y'all's relationship moving it's going to help y'all's relationship moving forward. forward You know, when you have two cultures two people from two different cultures come together you know whereas in a culture where the woman does everything she serves the, she serves the yeah. husband she does everything and they have children and so and so now that son sees his mother do everything in the house wait wait on hand and foot for for the for for the for the husband and he that son comes and he marries an american woman yeah who is who is independent <laughs> you know who, who who doesn't who doesn't necessarily need a man you know yeah. and, and somehow they they emotionally they they get together and they commit themselves to one another you're gonna have some issues but now there's, <laughs> there's because he's expecting one thing and she's expecting another. Now, that's not to say that their relationship can't work. It, it won't and can't work out. But, but, but what it does do is it, it, creates, it creates additional complications to the marriage mm-hmm. because marriage requires two people to change, right? And, and it requires at least one person to change so that change can be provoked throughout the whole marriage. And if one per if neither one of them are willing to change, then nothing's going to get built, you you know? And, and then, and then at the end of the day, they'll split up. She'll go one way. He'll go one way. And, and what's accomplished.
3: That's, that's a big thing, Madison, because there are, there are, uh, there are marriages now that you have, you do have, you know, a spouse and it might be female that's very, very independent um you know they, they they're from a background of, of being independent I don't need a man I don't have to have a man I can do this on my own and then they you're you're getting married you know this man and this woman now and it it will cause friction because now the woman is thinking in her mind this is what I've always done okay there, there's gonna be there's not gonna be a proper balance because the man is not gonna be in the role that he's supposed to be walking in in the marriage, more so than likely the wife will probably be walking in that role, and it's going to cause some friction. Or the man will it, 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 there's going to be just a lot of different dynamics um, in that. It, like there's, there's a lot um, in in marriages that we we could talk about. But just you know, look at the background, see how you know that that spouse is actually treating um, the mom the dad because based on how they're treating them will be how they treat you if there's no respect with the mom or dad or there's no respect there when you get into that marriage just know what you're walking
1: into
2: yeah
1: i think that's so good so good i think that in fact, it's so good that we're going to end this ser- series. We've already we've already hit our time mark, so we're going to end it on that great piece of advice. And as you guys can tell, those who are still with us, watch this uh, that they are filled with information and wisdom on relationships and marriage. And again, we just we we thank you guys for coming on and sharing everything that you've shared. We so appreciate that. And thanks again to our viewers uh, who are. We're watching we know that this episode will have been helpful and uh talking about marriages anything in closing that you want to add just
0: thank you guys thank you for talking to the younger generation thank you for speaking into marriages already and we're looking forward to build the last so thank you thanks
1: all right well everybody have a great day until next time on legacy builders talk to you later
2: yeah take care
1: thanks so much for joining us today on the legacy builders podcast If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us on any of our social media or email the questions to LegacyBuildersPodcast at gmail.com.